But could you pay me in advance? <laughs> you serious? Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here. Now, thank you. How are you? Presidential than any president that's ever held this office. You big dummy! When you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay, there, there we go. It's starting. All right. It's starting. Go ahead. Starting. Go ahead. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode of the Are You Serious podcast. It could be 460. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. Could that's be. A, that's a that's a lot of podcasts. It is. It is a whole lot of time <laughs> saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I um I saw some some thing. It said start a fight on Facebook, and then you know after a day of people like putting their heart and souls into fighting comments all in the thing delete the whole post just to let them know how little they how little their existence means <laughs> it's like wow that's kind of funny i do like that i do uh, like that so, i i inadvertently start fights on facebook by typing in get vaccinated dummies oh yeah god People I, um, are not happy about that. Oh, just I don't understand why this is difficult. I saw some little cartoon. It was some guy fighting tooth and nail against vaccinations and the government telling me what to do, blah, blah, blah. He gets into a car with his buddy and the buddy goes, hey, seatbelt. Oh, yeah, of course. Click. <laughs> it's like, come on. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Get the fucking vaccine. Yep. Idiots. Or die, which is fine. Either way. Yeah. Either way, I I am not going to pretend to give a shit if you're in the South, you refuse the vaccine, and now you're trying to beg people to get it. It's like, eh, well, you know, you missed a step there. You getting Uh, it. DeSantis is such a tool. Yeah, I'm going to withhold people's pay if they tell people to, uh, to, to do the thing. To, yeah, I, to get vaccinated or wear a mask. It's like, wait, what? That guy. Now you can't really say that a public official should be executed for the um, clear crimes against his people. Um, but I wish we could, because then I would say that. But I didn't. So. There we go. I really think the UN Commission on on Human Rights should like call out Florida and go, "Hey, yeah, this is a this is a human rights violation right there." Yeah, I mean, there's so much in this country that's a human rights violation. <laughs> no, there I isn't. Mean, 
The Bachelor? Come on. <laughs> the Bachelor. Love Island. Fuck, fuck Boy Island. Oh my god, yeah. What is that? Why? <laughs> Just the fact that it exists makes me feel like I need... And I don't watch it. I don't care about it. Yeah. I know next to nothing about it other than it exists. And it makes me want to take a bath in a tub filled with sanitizer. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know what? Let's, um, let's not wear masks. Let's... Uh, sure. Yeah, let's watch people spread STDs on TV. But not when I especially love the ones like at schools. Well, there's no way we could enforce them wearing masks. All girls with straps on their shirts go home. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. It's real easy. Actually, you can uh, create jobs that way. You can have somebody in the hall, somebody yeah. say, somebody my height, they can see all over all those dumb dumb's heads and just yell at them. And then they won't want to get yelled at. Put on the mask, Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to see your face. Right? Yeah. Man, I'd be so good at that. What's your job? I insult 13-year-olds. <laughs> yep. How'd you yep. get that job? I've met 13-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I own two. I, know <laughs> <laughs> I own two. I own two, and now it's my job. So there we go. <sighs> Uh yeah, Fucking it's so funny. Hey, what's people. his face? Cuomo decided to just like quit. Yeah, I just saw that after an entire week of the news with him saying, eh, "I'm not gonna quit. This is this two a.m. This was not my fault. I just this is this blah blah blah. I'm not gonna." I'm quit. just a touchy feely guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then I see today that he's gonna resign. Good because he's a fucking piece of shit. Ah, it's just, it's just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. I don't give a shit how good a person you were doing this other thing. Were you a piece of shit behind the curtain when people weren't looking? Well, that matters too. Yeah, it does. Almost more. Yeah. It's like someone who's like a super nice person and they're really cool. And then like... You go out to dinner, and they snap at the wait staff. Yeah. You're just like, oh, wow, we were on our way to your Nobel Peace Prize thing, and now you suck. <laughs> yeah. We all exper we experienced that firsthand um, with Michelle, the manager that came in and fucked up the theater. Oh, yeah. Um, she was the worst person in a restaurant I'd ever seen in my life. Were you there for that dinner when she took us to the to the whatever it was the ninety nine right near the theater? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was, think I was at that. I that was, sounds really familiar. I was embarrassed. I don't get embarrassed for other people, but I was embarrassed for all of us, and I think everybody else was too. It's just <clears throat> for one thing, it's rude, and you're a garbage person if you treat people that way. Oh, absolutely. So, but also, it's stupid. And we all learned from that movie, Waiting, don't fuck with people who control your food. <laughs> yeah. You if know, you're going to yell at them, <clears throat> make sure you've already had your food. Yeah. 
yeah, if you're going to complain and fuck's sake, have a legitimate complaint. Yeah. You know, you wait till after talk to a manager. And if you actually had a good time, even if it wasn't an outstanding time, if it was just an average time, mm. you know what? Find a manager. Because for one thing, there's nothing more fun than saying, hey, can I talk to a manager real quick just to see the look of panic on that person's face when they go to get the manager? Yeah, and, and the constipated the look the manager out. has coming out like, I don't need this shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, hey, I got a good thing to say. Yeah. I had a great time. Everything was great. Thanks so much. Yeah. Because it, you know, why the fuck not? Yeah, it gives them a boost for the rest of the day. Right. Yeah. And, oh, man, especially when you've had a good waiter, someone is just like, yes, yes, this person is fantastic. Mm. Just call it out because that shit is exhausting to do. <laughs> oh, yeah. And to, you know, and to get some feedback that's positive, it really goes a long way. Yeah. So basically, it comes down to our mantra don't be an asshole. Yeah, it really does. And she yeah, certainly we get, we was. We really one. should just get those T-shirts out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, so, what'd you think of the Suicide Squad? The what? Suicide Squad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it was uh, the best one they've made so far. I wonder yeah, why. Yeah, it was. You know what it was? I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You know, walk up out of my living room walk out of there going oh my god that was great i can't wait to see it it was it was fine it was slightly better than the other one slightly um come on i just i would i, I don't know maybe i haven't seen the other one in a really long time so mm. i liked it better than the other one but i think i liked it less than birds of prey oh okay so I really liked what they did with Harley and mm. this Suicide Squad. She was great. Yeah. Um, that scene where she's walking with the animated flowers and beating the shit out of a bunch of people. That was yep. just, it was beautiful. That that's was a, so That's great. a good carry through from uh, Birds of Prey and stuff like that. With the Yeah, really, the really, really nice. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, she's made some progress with her, you know, with how she handles relationships. Yeah. Maybe she won't have to kill the next one, but you know, major spoilers here, kids. So, um, so yeah, um, I thought it was I thought it was fun. I was kind of bummed again. Spoilers. Um, I was kind of bummed that Flag got killed. Yeah, I think they'll bring him back somehow, Cyborg or something. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that would be cool. I liked him. I thought that John Cena's note taking in the briefing <laughs> meeting was actually pretty funny. Yeah. It's a yeah. sling for butthole. Think there's any connection? <laughs> and the look on Waller's face is yeah. just, yeah. just classic. <clears throat> that was great. And um, that's every staff meeting we've ever run. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah, it had a lot of it, it had a lot of really good moments. I thought that as outlandish as the starfish monster was, mm. it worked. It was a credible threat. It wasn't just big and destructive. It was, oh yeah, I'm going to spew these little things out of my armpits. Yeah, 
which looked gross. Yeah. And and that's good. That's what a giant starfish from space should it should have delicate looking gross parts. Yeah. And it, oh, and, and very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I thought it was um I thought it was I thought I, it was fun. I, thought, I actually Yeah, go ahead. I, I started going through it. I was about I'm about halfway through a second viewing of it. So Okay. I watched it once, um, and then again with the with the kids. Um got something in my throat. <clears throat> and um I was surprised with the opening, but not disappointed. Oh God. If I could if I can just create a loop of Pete Davidson <laughs> getting shot in the face. Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. Yes, I. That's my favorite part of the movie. I don't mind him on uh, on SNL because he's he's you know, reined in. He um, doesn't fucking do it. He's not funny. No, but it worked. He worked. He worked as a piece of shit that would. Um, and obviously, this whole conversation is a spoiler. Uh, he worked as a piece of shit that would that would sell them out. Yeah, I, I absolutely just, I just, believe that. I just don't think i just i just cannot stand him yeah that's fair i don't think i've seen his stand-up i don't think he's i don't think he's funny mm. i don't think what he does on snl is all that great like the chad <laughs> thing or is like uh it's like it's so one note yeah but 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 it's but. not and it's not even a funny note i will ask ripley to do stuff and her go-to response Okay. That's how she answers me. So he's not that far off. That's fine. But like, all right, we don't. And part of the blame goes to the producers for letting that fucking bit, you know, happen again and again and again. Um, but it's just, it's just not funny. The funniest sketch I've ever seen him in uh, wasn't even because he was all that funny. I and mean, it's the Adam Driver you know oh the oil magnate <laughs> yes yeah yeah i fucking love that but that's because of adam driver and yes not pete davidson and so. he went all fucking in on that oh my god yes yes yeah to see eight, i i will watch that sketch now and just watch 80 brian in yeah. the background yeah i'll watch it for everybody else <laughs> when he drives the cane through that bird yep <laughs> yep uh so good that was um, that was pretty funny. but yeah yeah see but now here we are through conversation and debate we've finally found a, a use for pete davidson he's a good springboard to talk about other talented funny people <laughs> <laughs> every uh, creature has its purpose true <laughs> it's true you know it's a we're all connected <laughs> there, there were some good, subtle changes to characters, though, in this. Um, like Harley's tattoos? Oh, well, they both, James Gunn and Margot Robbie, I read, agreed that the rotten tattoo on her jawline had to go. Yeah. Because they both hated it. I'm like, all right. A couple tattoos were changed, um, which, isn't, which isn't unreasonable because you can have tattoos removed. And redone, why not? But Rick Flagg's character was, um, he was definitely, 
a little looser, a little yeah, I was yeah, a little happier, a little more like sarcastic, and it really set him apart from the other one as like somebody that's like I keep fucking doing this, <laughs> and, and I keep coming back. Why? Why? Oh well, okay. And he's got that. He's got that like enough of this shit kind of thing going on. I just want to do the job and go home. But he has it in in a in an entertaining way instead of last time where he was just like good soldiers follow orders. So that was that was a that's a that was a really nice adjustment on his character. Yeah, that's why I was bummed <clears throat> to see him bite it. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird because in the last one, if he had died, you would have been like, Oh, who was that again? <laughs> yeah. No, I really liked him in this one. And I have to say that as they're going through that, what turns out to be like the the rebel camp, mm. they're going through and killing everybody. And then yeah. you find out they're like good guys. Yeah. I, I That was a laugh out loud moment for me because I'm like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. <clears throat> and that one little bit where John Cena's just walking up into that enclosure with the axe and just chop, 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 yeah. chop, chop as he yeah. walks up. Just... <laughs> I'm like, oh my oh. god, that was it was so great. I thought like shit like that I thought was was pretty funny. Yeah. So yeah, I mean it wasn't bad. I think that if there was no COVID and if it wasn't streaming, it probably would have made twice mm. the twenty what did it make? Twenty six or twenty million? I could see it with, with no COVID or anything. I could see it doing like 65 because yeah. of James Gunn and the trailers looking good. I don't know. I I liked the, the bait and switch in the beginning. That was a nice touch. Um, but this was the first movie I've seen Idris Elba in in a while where I wasn't like, ugh, this guy. Because he plays <laughs> he plays these characters, and I don't mean the actor. I mean, the characters he plays are always so one note in a way. Like, I'm doing this and that's it. Like, you know, Pacific Rim and Thor and all that. He's, he's just, this is, this is my character. I am the tough guy, and I tell everybody what to do. And in this one, he kind of... He 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 eased up a little, and he was human instead of um, a caricature of a superhero. And yeah. you could see that he had the and and the the other big difference is the characters that they introduced they introduced them differently, um, and then you got a little bit of them. The briefing was the best place to get, you know, as they're gathering them and then they go for the briefing. That's. That that's how you introduce your characters. Yeah. You don't you don't make people read a rundown of shit. And I gotta tell you, I think Stallone has got a future in just doing voiceover stuff now. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. just just ride out your 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 successful career just doing voiceover because he was so great. Yeah, and so fucking charming is that shark. I thought that was great. Yeah, read book. Yep, hands down, <laughs> hands down, my favorite character. <laughs> Like, I, I knew I would like him from the trailers, but, like, he was a surprise. Like, Korg was a surprise. Like, like I, I, I didn't know Korg 
anything about what they were doing with the character. And when he shows up on screen, it was an instant, oh, this dude needs to be my best friend. And um, yeah. But with the shark, I'm like, oh, great. This is going to be insane. It's uh, it, it's Stallone voicing uh, anthropomorphic shark. That's got to be, it's yeah. going to be interesting. And then he's just an adorable, hungry doofus. Yeah, I know. And it's perfect. And it's and that, that was the other good thing is it's so different from every other version of King Shark we've seen that it still works. Yeah. Ratcatcher too. She was pretty cool. Oh my god! I never thought I would give a shit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And to see who her dad was—that was great. That was He's nice. everywhere now. Yeah. I got to tell you, I keep seeing clips of him um, for that Free Guy yeah. movie. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit! I might double mask up and go into a theater. <laughs> I haven't thought of a catchphrase yet, which. Makes it kind of cool that there's no catchphrase. <laughs> the catchphrase is his catchphrase. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. he's so fun. He is. He is. I, I, I like him. I ordered, so I ordered some pops. I haven't ordered uh, Funko Pops in a, in a while. But um, obviously I ordered King Shark because it's, it's fucking King Shark. And then after the movie, I didn't order every one of them. Um that they're that they're making for this wave but i did order um polka dot man who we have not talked about yet um harley in the red dress no harley in her leather outfit from the beginning yeah um peacemaker and then surprisingly i'm like you know what i i'll get rat catcher too because she was good. She was good. She was really good. Why is that rat waving? I, I, I don't know. He's friendly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's like you need to get over the fact with all this other shit going on, a yeah. rat waving to you, really, you should just take it in. And Polka Dot Man, let's talk about him. Oh. In the briefing, yeah. when uh, I think it's Idris Elba is just like, we're all going to die. And Polka yeah. Dot Man is just like, God, I hope so. Yep. Yep. As much as that was in the trailer, it still worked. Yeah, definitely. And and his power is actually kind of kind of scary when you think about it. Yeah. And it's also a little sad. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely that his mother did that to him. Yeah. But I, I got to tell you, I, I did love all of the like, okay, let's put the mom in every, you know, he sees this mom in everything. Yeah. And it's just like, yay to whoever that actor is who she got to do that. Cause, right. Oh, man. That's right. just hilarious. Dressed as Seriously. every character. That was, yeah. that was crazy. Some real yeah. interesting stuff. And through the whole movie, it's basically don't get attached to anybody. Yeah. And 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 they really played that out almost all the way through to the end. Um, because one one character bites it right when you think everything else is okay, and it's like, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> we're not done killing people off. <laughs> so we got when, some killing uh, to do. Yeah, so when all those little things attached themselves to King Shark and he went off the 
the the the ledge and he was getting shot up i'm like if if they kill him i'm i'm not going to watch the rest of the movie it's like it's like if you watch a competition show and your hands down favorite gets eliminated you just quit you're like fuck this show they don't know what's good i've only done that once um with that amy polar nick offerman show what is it making it the, one of the uh, one yeah. of the kids got eliminated, and I thought he got a raw deal. And I, I'm like, everybody good if we stop? And they're like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think we went back to it like a year later. That's how mad I was at the show because that kid, that kid, <laughs> he 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 was he was better than that, better than yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Every time King yeah. Shark got into danger, I was like, oh, don't, don't do this. Don't do this. <laughs> and then I'm watching it with the girls and they're like, does he die? I'm like, everybody else is dying. What do you think? Yeah. And yeah. Anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, bad Batch. Yeah. What happened again? It's been a, it's been a little while. Uh, this was the one where they, um, oh, they go back to Camino. Oh, okay. All right. So this is the setup for the last episode. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I'm kind of psyched that what's his face crosshair has still, he's, he doesn't have his chip, but he's still all about the empire. He claims he doesn't have his chip. You know, it's Why just the, would you think that he still does? Um, because he likes how he is. And if he says, I had my chip removed, then there's they're not going to try and take his chip out. And they'll stop trying to convince him. So do you think that's his choice? Or is he bear, has his chip been programmed to make him believe that his chip's gone? No, I think he's just straight up lying. Well, I'm just because, like, he was injured up there, and when he was down, they could have fucked around in there while he was out. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like to think that he made that choice, and that's just, a you know, a choice that he made. And that choice, obviously, is going to be made mm. by a, a bunch of people. We got, you know, we've had people throughout, like, people who are, you know, quote, on the on the good side. Yeah. Um, on the side of the Republic during Clone Wars, and then... You know, they're still in the military, like Admiral Ularin comes mm. to mind, um, because he ends up being, you know, part of the Empire. Yeah. You know, he just sort of continues with that. So it's just really, I think it's it would be kind of cool if it was him just saying, look, the Empire means order and security, and you guys are fucking up my shit. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, it would be interesting to see if they if they kill him. So that'll be if really they, interesting. If they do, I don't think it'll be in the next episode. Maybe the next season. Yeah, but or if, it'll be Omega that kills him. Yeah, and I'm so glad because I th I really thought they were going to do this bullshit when they got to the lab where Omega was created that we're going to see some sort of shit with her being force sensitive and i do not want her to be force sensitive yeah well i think she would have shown it by now yeah just accidentally ah uh, because you really got to lead into that um 
But yeah, what um, what like I said, I, I like the notion of Crosshair staying a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, in contrast to that, the shittiest Star Wars property out there, and I would rather watch the original Christmas special on a loop for. 35 days than to rewatch that animated show resistance oh you finally finished it i take it finally fucking finished i it was i was rooting for the first order yeah the last three episodes are you supposed like, to kill them kill them all oh. no <laughs> but i'm just seriously they had this one character who went to the first order for a while and i'm just like kill him kill yeah. like and she didn't stay. You know, mm. she had a change of heart. Blah, blah, blah. She's uh, like, the First uh, Order lets you leave? Right? Hmm. You know, but this takes place kind of just sort of around maybe the end of Episode 8, beginning okay. of 9. Um, so, because Kylo Ren is in, I think, like the last two episodes, but not big. He's like a hologram. Mm. So, I don't know where he is, but he's... And I want to know, it's like, I want to ask like Kylo Ren, why do you care about this stupid station? Why Mm. can't your people kill this stupid station? That's fine. Just ram a star destroyer into it. (sighs) Just kill all of these people. Cause I hate every single one of them. (laughs) There is, there's nobody on the Colossus and anybody out there who has watched this show and has one positive thing to say about it, let me know. Coolest thing about this thing was a red TIE fighter. Mm. And that I've seen killed. that. Yeah, that looked pretty that looked pretty cool, but that guy's gone. Mm. So and it's just like, oh, every I just fucking hated it. <laughs> it was I was just like, all right, I'll just pull through and why was just watch the last two or three episodes. It was like, and then I'll go do something pleasant, like smash my face against the wall. Mm. Makes sense. So yeah, and it just drives me nuts. Like why like you couldn't even say, Oh, it started to get interesting and then they ended the show, blah blah. No. Oh, it didn't even no. get mm. So, just so everybody knows, uh, the internet went out at Frank's house when we were recording. Craziness. I think almost two weeks ago now at this point. So I just stopped and held what you had just listened to, the previous, uh, the prior half hour here. And uh, we're just going to go and not review what we did two weeks ago. And um, if we repeat ourselves. So be it. Yeah, yeah. It's like a do-over with part of the file still found. So, Technology, uh, man. So, Bad Batch. <laughs> yeah, do we do we do that whole thing? I don't remember if we talked about the end of Bad Batch. Um, so, I am super glad that we made it through the first season of Bad Batch without any of this um, um, Omega is Force-sensitive foolishness that yeah i don't think they're gonna do that want to talk about i fucking hope not that would be just i mean so you're annoying. honestly right now you just created a problem to get mad at <laughs> something that ha- doesn't exist and you're like it better not <laughs> fucking happen it'll just be like disappointing if they go that route i i really it doesn't look like they will because there were plenty of opportunities for them to have you know pulled that out yeah yeah, and no, I, no I don't real think reason to hold it back. So, yeah. um, 
so yeah so that was cool um i did like seeing that um that facility where they brought um the cloner and um so that's kind of cool that ties into a lot of what we saw in mandalorian um so yeah that's fun cool stuff filling in all those blanks that um were created when poe said (laughs) palpatine came back somehow yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) so that's kind of fun talk about the laziest writing i mean i have over the course of my life defended star wars but i cannot defend some of the choices that were made really you're gonna have to speak up too you're a little low am i low little low speak up oh i can't defend rise of skywalker there's just no there's no real defense for it i mean i think it's gonna be one of it might be one of those things where all the like sort of peripheral stuff starts to at least make some of the stuff that happened in that movie make a little bit of sense so and that's the most positive i can be about it yeah and then there's me who says well the movie should stand on its own and you shouldn't need all this other stuff to enjoy what you paid money to see in a theater agreed i know (laughs) i know i knew you would agree (laughs) but that's yeah that's, yeah, take what you can get, though, right? That's the problem, and it's just—it was just so lazy, you know. It was just, oh, he's back. Uh, well, you could have fucking hinted at that like two movies ago. <sighs> yeah. So. Anyway, so uh, yeah, but uh, I thought overall, I mean, I I like the show. I'm happy with where it is going. Yeah. Um, I'm happy with what it did. Everyone's saying, oh, it's just another season of Clone Wars. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and what's the problem with that? Yeah, exactly. Like, what? what is the problem with that? It's It <sighs> looked great. A lot of the art was fantastic in that show. A lot yeah. of sort of the big, broad, like, you know, like landscape stuff that they did. And some of the scene, just the scenery art was amazing. It looked yeah. really, really cool. Uh, and they did a nice job with all those characters. And I'm glad that they kept Crosshair, like, just, like, he made his decision. And he, he didn't have a change of heart and say, oh, thanks, brothers. And that he's just decided he's going to be, he's going to wear his MAGA hat the whole time. And yeah, I was like, surprised. Oh, man. I was glad that they did it. It's just, yeah. like, good. I didn't want this bullshit, like, happy family ending, you know? Keep a little bit of conflict there. Because that's life that's that's the way that was gonna go yeah i mean it's totally possible that he will look and see how things are going on around him with a little more um you know a little more of an open eye to the whole thing after this but it should take an entire season for him to be like yeah now these guys are assholes I did like um, his his sort of interactions with Omega, you know. Right. It's like, yeah, right. you saved me. I saved you and the robot. We're even. She's like, hey, man, you know, whatever you decide, you're still my brother. And it's just like, ah, oh, she's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's definitely so, a good character. I wasn't too sure when I'm like, oh, another show about keeping a kid safe. Great. 
No, she was, I nope, think they totally fine. Nope. She, she came into her own. She's a part of the team by the end of it all as yep. it should have been. Yeah. I am curious to see if they're going to run across uh, Boba since he's the alpha to her Omega. That would be uh, interesting, but I don't. Yeah, that would be. But That'd I be don't, cool. They, but they don't need to. He doesn't need to be in every show. Right? No, not at all. So. Yeah, who I knows? Think it'd be cool. I think it'd be interesting if they were in an episode, but not like realize who they are right they never they never meet or they never figure it out yeah yeah or even if they meet like like really when you think about it however they met i mean unless one of the other you know bad batch was there and was able to pick up because they know that his name is boba fett right um so but there are lots of ways that you could have an interaction between those two and them never know which would be cool yeah so people will argue that it's all oh, small universe stuff, but you know, and that what? would Fuck that you. person would be you. But if it's done well, I don't care. And I've right, been really right. good about shit like that lately. <laughs> I've given credit where credit has been due. I was totally against the whole Boba Fett showing up at Mandalorian, and I am now one of that aspect's biggest champions yeah. because it was done well and not just bullshit fan service. Right. Right. Yeah, they made him almost like they made him a brand new character all over again. The yeah. Way, the way he was portrayed. Yeah, very, and very I think it's really kind of cool that we've seen him like we've seen him as a kid. We've seen him sort of in his in his prime. And now we're seeing him as, you know, dad bod fat. You yeah. know? But the thing is, he's not Morrison, tomorrow Morrison. He's not a fat guy. He's, you know, he's a big guy. Yeah. But oh I mean, no, I'm not. I but yeah. he, you know he's definitely you know. But he's wearing he's layers little, and layers of clothes too. Yeah. So <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I certainly don't think it slowed him. And we saw that he still got his. You know, he still got his game. Yeah. We saw plenty of that. So no, he's, I thought it was. Um, I thought it it was a good show, and I'm excited for more. Yeah. When does Mandalorian start? Uh. I don't know. Let me see. December? Um, uh, it's gonna oh, be we can't like, even do the Jeopardy theme because there's so much shit swirling around Jeopardy now. Man. Yeah, but it's all the right stuff, which is good. Yeah, exactly. All the right stuff is happening. It's just such a drag. You know, like Alex Trebek, you know, kept that show with such a such a great sort of cloak of class and now it's just you know uh it's just everybody's i don't know yeah it says uh 2022 on imdb at least yeah let me see well what's the next star warsy thing that we get because Bad Batch is uh, done visions i think is the next one they'll do what if and then yeah so Book of Boba Fett is in December of this year. Oh, that's probably that's that's probably the next thing. And then that might run that'll probably run until Mandalorian starts. Mandalorian yeah. maybe in like With a week in between. The spring. Yeah, let me see um 
Disney Plus, Star Wars shows. I don't know. I told you I finally finished Resistance, which was the bullshittiest shit, shit, shit show of yeah, shit shows. Yeah, we don't shows. need to talk about that. So No, we don't. Fuck that show. So, the mountain at the end of Bad Batch on the artist sheet was supposed to have some connection to um, to the to the legacy like books. Yeah, I um I don't remember what it is, but it's so interesting. Like it's it's like it's um Mount when Tantus. when folks talk about like. I don't know. I see articles and I really got to stop reading screen rant because fuck those guys. Um, They just, it's just like, Oh, all these elements that, you know, are, are coming into new star Wars stuff that are, that are kind of wrong. I mean, it's from legends, but legends said this. So what legends doesn't matter anymore. Right. I mean, it just doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. And if Filoni decides to take little bits and pieces from it, great. You know, yeah. make the story better. But, you know, like like people are saying, oh, well, that's not how it goes. That's not how it is. It's just like, well, it is how it is because legends ain't nothing. Yeah, this is how it's going. Tough. So Mount so, Tantus in Legends. Um, it was a mountain on the planet of Wayland that housed one of Palpatine's Yeah, Wayland. that's what it's called. Uh, came to House Grand Admiral Thrawn's secret cloning program during the Thrawn campaign. Uh, the mountain and the storehouse were guarded by a dark Jedi. Uh, and the Sparty cloning cylinders. Obviously, they're not. They're Kaminoan cloning cylinders now. Um, yeah. So they've taken the idea because why not? And they yeah. they've moved it. Yeah, and it may feed into the Ahsoka show when she goes looking for Thrawn. Yep. So yep. we may see that. Who knows? Because um, we've got we've got Ahsoka coming up. We've got shit. We've got Obi Wan coming up, which they. Did they just finish shooting that? Yes. Did I see a report? Yes. So what's that going to be? Just six weeks of him lying to people? That's what? Is that going to be just going to be six weeks of him lying to people? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. Like, but between like, I, I was not a big fan of Obi-Wan for a long time. Um, but having seen kind of, you know, you go through Clone Wars and all of that and you see his relationship with Anakin and then watching the prequel trilogy in that, um, you know, kind of in the context of, of clone wars and seeing all that happen. Um, I certainly don't, I, I still have trouble forgiving him for the whole, um, Oh, from a certain point of view, semantic bullshit thing, yeah. but well, um, I have more sympathy like for him. I, yeah. I mean, I that's the I thing. don't have that much more sympathy. The, the, so, the sympathy I have for him comes from the fact that Qui-Gon's the one that fucked him up and made him uh, a worse Jedi. <laughs> because I think, I think Qui-Gon was, would have been pretty close to um, pulling a Dooku. <laughs> If if Dooku had have captured Qui Gon instead, I think there's a better chance Qui Gon would have. You think gone he over would have? You think Qui Gon would have gone to the 
dark side? He had well, I mean, he would have left the order. Maybe not gone to the dark side, but definitely would have um, listened to Dooku. I think he may have tried to get Dooku to come back, which I think would have been a bad idea because Dooku was too far gone. Yeah, but it is also possible to present an idea that's just like, oh, that's that's not that bad of an idea. <laughs> I mean, Barris went to the dark side for the right reason. Yeah. Which yeah. Is Hers really was more ideological, say. which is yeah. which is cool. Yeah. And it's and um, it's logical, so I could see Qui-Gon thinking, yeah, well, I always thought the Jedi Council was full of shit. And also Yeah, I mean also the Jedi Council are the ones that basically made that whole thing happen. Yeah, the Jedi Council was I would I would love to see a what if uh, with the Jedi Council, you know, some alternative history to the Jedi Council, um, yeah. like if they had been able to continue beyond, you know, if they were able to stop Palpatine. Yeah, we could think start that, it with what if Mace Windu wasn't a dick to a little kid that one time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, the. They ask this poor kid who's lived on a desert planet his whole life how he's doing, and he says cold, and they just look at him. Nobody gets him a, an extra jacket or yeah, blanket. Yeah, there was no... It's like, oh, you're cold and no scared? There was no nurturing. No. No nurturing there at all. No. Um, Yoda was a little bit too, um, I think, vague in his dealings with Anakin. Yeah. You know, it was all sort of, you know, ideology and what should and shouldn't be as opposed to actually helping Anakin navigate his feelings. Right. So, um, and that I think was, was too bad. And I can't think of, I mean, certainly Mace Windu would not have been the person to do that. Um, No. Qui-Gon might have been. Yeah. And I just think that Obi-Wan was, you know, too much of his friend and brother to be able to be, um, uh, I don't know, a more guidance, yeah. you know, give give more guidance. Yeah. Honestly, it looks like Plo Koon had the best, the, the, the best nurturing um, personality with the way he always uh, interacted with Ahsoka, who he basically had as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Give him enough rope to sort of start learning things, but sort of, you know, keep checking in, you know, and listen when they have something that, you know, is on their mind. Yeah, sometimes, you know, even though Obi-Wan says only a Sith deals in absolutes, I mean, that's, that's, that's such bullshit. Because the Jedi do as well. Well, the, but then other the, absolutes. I was going to say they're so vague sometimes with with instructing people that maybe you should have some absolutes, you know, like don't go to the dark side. Start with that. <laughs> it, it, it was such a poorly constructed company for well, lack just, of a better They also term. like. How many times did we hear Obi-Wan and Yoda say to Anakin, you know, just, you know, mind your feelings, 
um, you know, just, you know, check your feelings. And, and Anakin was just ill-equipped to do that. Yeah. yeah. So, and I don't want to paint him as a, as, as a victim so much because then that sort of humanizes Vader a little bit. Um, yeah, but that was the intention the whole way. I know you know, With revealing him as a person at the end. Feeling bad for him and stuff. But, um, I mean, because, I don't know, Vader was a fucking bastard, man. Vader was, yeah. Yeah. So. But, yeah, the, the, know, Jedi, the Jedi are the fucking worst. They are the reason there's an empire. Yeah. Because Qui-Gon talked to Jar Jar. And there we go. From there on, it's just Jar Jar wasn't around. He wouldn't have got his emergency powers. Nobody else was dumb enough to do that. He got yeah. he got tricked into it. Jar Jar, man. Yeah. Anyway, let's let, we got to talk about what's what if. Okay. Oh man, so the the T'Challa episode. Right. Have we talked right. about the show at all? I don't think we, we talked, talked about, about, the about first that one. one. Yeah. We didn't talk about that one. Did we talk about the? We talked about the first one with Captain Carter, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. So yeah, the the uh, T'Challa one I thought was, it was, do you know what it was like? It was sort of like if you got like a comic book in a box of cereal, <laughs> and it's just all these sort of like silly, nonsensical takes on. Yeah characters you know and maybe they would have you color it in or something yeah you know because you know it was just every everyone who was a bad guy before is now all of a sudden like the nice guy so thanos and taser face and just yeah um and it was funny it was funny to see them in that i just thought it was a little too campy well i mean the guardians universe is pretty campy that's true, but still, even the well, um, I don't know. I just, I thought I, that I like the, the fact that all it takes is somebody's positive influence to change everybody around. I mean, you know, that's the message right. of the whole thing. Um, I, I liked the idea that he's just so nice that it changes, you know, the fate of the galaxy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, most definitely. I don't know, man. I think it's still genocide. No, 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 no. It'd be random. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of I love funny that. lines in there. There were a lot of great lines in that. And Nebula calling him Cha-Cha. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. That was so good. So Yeah, that yeah, was that a lot was, of fun. I, that was a lot of fun. And then... Man, did they take the fun out of the show in this most recent episode? Wow, uh, I liked it. I liked it too. I thought it was so great. Man, yeah, we're gonna oh spoilers, folks. We're gonna kill everybody. <laughs> yeah. That was great. And I gotta say, Lake Bell did a great job with uh Black Widow's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Although there is a better actress out there to do the voice. Oh. Aquafina. She sounds just like her. Yeah. In her yeah, regular talking that. voice. Yeah. You'd you'd never be able to tell if it was animated. Yeah, I actually had to listen really really closely and I knew it wasn't Scarlett Johansson cuz she didn't show up in the in like the opening credits. Right. Um and then I, I remembered I'm like, "Oh, that's who Lake Bell is doing. I get it. Uh, but I yeah. love Lake Bell. Did you ever see her movie In a World? 
No, she I like kept me- meaning to. Oh, so good, so funny. Like, it's like the quint. Like, it's one of those like you know Hollywood likes to make movies about Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, it was it was a really really fun movie. She was really great with that. Hmm. So, um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I thought it was really really interesting. Let's kill everybody. Yeah, and it uh, went it went in an interesting direction that I I wouldn't have been able to figure out. Um, so that was nice. Yeah. It took like fury moving really quickly a couple of times for me to, for me to go, Oh, that's what that is. Mm. Okay. I get it now. <laughs> that's Loki fucking around. Oh, I see it. <laughs> it took a little while. It yeah. really did. They, they really did sort of draw that out. Yeah. Cause it's just like, Oh wait, fury's got mad skills. <laughs> It's just like, oh, wait a minute. He doesn't have that mad skills. No. no. But it was nice because it took another element from something else. And it's like, oh, yeah, that could have gone wrong, too. So not too yeah. many spoilers, but that was, an, I, that was an interesting addition at the end. I liked um, how they brought the um, that Hulk back, but they put Mark oh, Ruffalo. That was weird. That was so weird, wasn't it? Yeah. So for anybody that hasn't seen it yet, it's um, the scenes from the Eric Norton. Eric Norton? Edward. Edward Norton. See, that's a little I think about him. Um, Incredible Hulk, but it's it's redone, obviously, in the cartoon, but with um, Ruffalo's voice. And it's, and it's, it's weird because it's like, I've seen this before, but this is, so did, did, did this reality that this is in, um, then uh, Norton was never, a uh, he never was the Hulk. A Hulk. He was never a banner. Yeah. So that's just kind of like, that's weird. And what's really weird is like some of the phrasing that they use. Did you catch that? Like, that they use in these alternate universes so they Mm. retain some of their, like, I quote, original characteristics throughout these different universes. It's pretty... It's an interesting way to write characters, I thought. Um, So it's... um, I thought it would have been interesting to have Edward Norton as Banner. That could have been an interesting yeah. sort of, you know, other universe kind of thing. And it kind of gives you a, a vibe for what they're doing in the next Spider-Man movie where, like, isn't Garfield and Maguire coming back? All right. So now so, let's move on to that Spider-Man trailer. Yes. Let's do that. Um, overall, what would you think? Overall, yes. Yes. Yeah. This is thumbs up. Very excited. Um. People, though, are doing the somehow Palpatine, which somehow he returned, and they're using it with the Doc Ock picture of him saying, hello, Peter. And I'm like, do you guys not understand what they've been building to for the last, like, since Into the Spider-Verse was released? Do you not yeah, understand it's... that this is, these are other, dem- he looks different, got a different haircut. The claws are the same, but that's fine. Um yeah, and I think that's why they didn't show uh, Green Goblin or Mysterio. Because Ock is the only one that looks the closest to how he looked in the movie. 
Yeah. Um, who do you think is going to be the Green Goblin? Oh, I think it's Defoe. It, what? I think it'll be Willem Defoe. Do you? Yeah. I heard his laugh. I think it'd be cool if it was Ned. Shouldn't it be Ned? That'd be funny. Yeah, Ned, well, Ned, should, Ned, Ned should be Hobgoblin. But Oh, okay. All right. But, I mean, that's the thing. Is like, uh, is is Ned going to end up with a suit? That they that they strip off of this Green Goblin and he just repaints, which would be totally within what's go what what happened with with any of the Green Goblins there. I mean Hobgoblins. I I just want I just want Green Goblin to come in looking like a monster and not an Ultraman character. Um, you know, with like the purple cloth hat. And the, uh, the pouch yeah. with the pumpkin bombs in them. I mean, I mean, the pumpkin bombs look the same. Um, I think it is because I think making them have a pumpkin face would have would have hinted that there's too much change. I read, I read some theories somewhere that the Doctor Strange we're seeing in the trailer may not be Doctor Strange. It might be Mephisto. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, come on. All they want to do is get Mephisto in there, so eventually they're right. All, yeah, those, exactly. all those all those websites if anything if i had to put my money on anything i'd say that that dr strange is mysterio if it had to oh, be as somebody else but i think strange is chasing him because he stole that box that he's that he's holding when he's get gets his his spirit punched out of him oh uh, yeah he's holding the box and i think that's what the chase is for but what do I know? Honestly, I don't give a shit. I'm just happy that know. we're going to get Vulture and there, there's a lot of sand and lightning together. So Sandman, obviously, and Electro. Right. And then uh, Green Goblin, Doc Ock, Lizard has been rumored. And you don't really need the original actor for that because if you're changing how it looks... Mm. So that's six villains. That's like the Sinister Six right there. And that's not even if they follow through on Scorpion from the um, from the, the prison right. that, that Vulture's in. Um, but if they want to do if they want to do Scorpion right, they have to have Jameson's um, Alex Jones show pay to have him modified to, to capture Spider-Man. Who knows? Who knows what else is going to... This could be the one movie that will pull Sony's Spider-Verse into this one and have them merge finally. Yeah. Because I just was uh, reading some articles that um, Disney is looking to buy Spider-Man, and if they have to buy the whole film department to get him, they will. <laughs> I've been saying it for years. Disney should just I don't know. Fuck it. You know, but just buy Sony. <laughs> they might. They might just buy the entertainment part. Who knows? Right? Sony would be smart to say Spider-Man, mm, 8 billion, 10 billion, 12 billion, whatever they think they could make off of them in the next 10 years and just double it and they'll pay. Do you know what the stock price would do if they, if they had... If they owned all that Spider-Man stuff, oh my God. That'd be great. It would be amazing. I have a tiny amount of Disney stock. 
so that would be fine. Go yeah, for it. It's just, oh man, I just, just, I mean, as, as nervous as I was about, you know, Disney getting the star Wars stuff, obviously what they've done has been amazing. Yeah. It's um, been, you know what stuff more hits than misses. So that's fine with me. What? It's more hits than misses. So I'm fine. Oh, hell yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Just the whole like integrated universe that they've that they've created over the last you know 13 years oh wait who are we talking about here i'm talking about what disney's done with the mcu oh i was talking about star wars oh but yeah even with star wars they've they've yeah i mean of course there's going to be hits and misses you know but um overall i think their path is is it's looking great going forward yeah yeah i I think that uh, they're 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 better served going forward now without the the albatross of having to deal with you know the whole skywalker family true now that's like it's done great there are so many other parts of that universe that we can explore that don't even touch on the jedi right right so and i was i was pretty happy to see very there was like no Jed, do we see any Jedi stuff in Bad Batch? Yeah, in the first episode. Yeah, but that's about it, right? I think so. Yeah, it was all like soldiers and bounty hunters and all that good stuff. Yeah. So you don't need the Force to be a character for to be able to tell compelling stories. Book of Boba Fett, I think, right. is going to show us that. Yeah. Although it's going to be interesting to see, um, you know, what happens with that. I mean, who else is on Tatooine at this point? Because Obi-Wan is gone. Yep. Yeah, there's like nobody there. No, nobody that I can think of. No, No main or secondary characters. Right. So... It's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, it's. I think it's going to. We're going to. It's going to have more of a galactic reach. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be fun. And yeah, the the Marvel the Marvel stuff. It's 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 the most amazing achievement in entertainment that I've seen. Yeah, most definitely. And I would love to see other franchises do it dc is fucking it up huge they have um, a chance right now to start all over again but what would they come off of are they going to come off of the pattinson batman oh yeah do they, that's a thing. do they go from there or is that just standalone that's like, that's the thing like you get marvel gets everybody used to the fact that everything exists in the same world and now that's what we want it's like oh you're making a shazam movie then obviously it should have a connection to one or the other and they did with the superman reference which was good but it it wasn't too much you know but the rest of them are like where are you from what what they're doing the opposite end of what multiverse of madness and, and no way home is doing is we're starting off on the divergent timelines 
Yeah. And we're waiting for them to have one sacred storytelling timeline. Maybe that Flash movie could be like... That would be smart. The thing. And sort of take stuff off, like have like peel stuff off of that. Because yeah. you'll have some choices. Yeah. So that could be interesting. Hey, I've been watching that Titans show. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. It's a, it gets a little emo here and there, but <laughs> um it's um it's nice and dark. Okay. Um it's just really interesting to see, you know, Jason Todd being like, you know, fuck the Joker. I'm not afraid of him. <laughs> uh, you know, should, then he pr- gets pr- killed. Probably so. should be. Yeah. So Yeah, it um it's it's not bad. And then Doom Patrol is just crazy. Mm. That show is so fucking weird. <laughs> that show is so weird and I love it. I'll have to go back to it. I didn't get through more than a couple episodes. There's two there are two actors on that show. Actually three that I really, really am impressed by. One, um, Brendan Fraser's on it and he's yeah. just doing voice work for the robot and it's great. He's so great. Mm. You know? And he's starting to have a little bit of a rebirth and I'm so happy for him. It's yeah. so cool. People are starting um, to remember that he was like a super nice guy. Right. And then there's um uh the woman Guerrero from she was in um Orange is the New Black, and she plays this character, Jane, who's got like 64 different oh, personalities. Yeah. Yeah. And she's just like all over the map, but like the acting chops that she's bringing to the table are just amazing. She's really fantastic. So, and then the other one is April Bullsby. Okay. Do you know who she is? Not familiar. She, no. the only other place I saw her significantly was she was on um, Two and a Half Men. As Alan's like super young, super hot girlfriend, and okay. like there's one one scene where, um, like like Alan opens the door and his ex wife is there dropping off Jake, and then the hot girlfriend comes over and she's you know super sexy and a little ditzy, and so Alan just goes, uh, basically he's saying to Jake, but he's just like you know why don't you why don't you go play some video games and both Jake and the girlfriend are like, okay. And they both go off because, you know, she's super young and, and all that, but she's super ditzy. But in this, you know, she's, oh man, she's so good. She plays this like fifties movie star. And oh, know, she's, okay. Yep. She, yeah. She's so great. It's such a weird show. Mm. It takes some weird turns. And I, my nephew turned me on to it and, um, I don't know. I was about a season, maybe a season and a half into it. I'm just like, dude, this show is so weird. He's like, yeah, I know. Right. Isn't it great? I'm like, yeah. So I want to shout out to my nephew, Joseph, who just, um, you know, moved to college the other day. So, Uh you know, good luck to him and his endeavors. Oh, to be 19 again or 18 or whatever the age is. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so I just wanted to throw that up there. I'm like, I'm proud of the kid and I'm excited for him. Nice. So, um, but yeah, um, DC getting their shit together. Maybe they could spin some good stuff off of the Flash movie because everything I see sort of coming out of that, mm. I try not to read too much because I don't like to be spoiled, but right. um, seems like it might be kind of cool. Could be. 
could be. I just would really like to just have consistency in their movies. Yeah. They're trying too many things at once. The Suicide Squad, the new one, um, I thought it was fine. I thought it was pretty fun. It, that, that should have been a hint to the execs at Warner Brothers. Yeah, what? It should have been a hint to the executives at Warner Brothers. Like, th- this is how you do it. You hire good, talented people that understand their role and, and behind the camera. And they, yeah. If they understand all that, the movie will be, will be good. And then leave them alone and let them do it. God damn, yeah. Yeah, it does. And not everything has to be super dark and gritty. Right. It just has to be enjoyable. Which is probably why I didn't like the first two Thor movies all that much. It was just not that they were dark and gritty, but it was like, I just don't care about what he's going through. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was some dark stuff in the MCU. Like that first scene at the beginning of Endgame with Hawkeye. Yeah. And his family just sort of disappears. Oh, my God. The first three times I saw that movie, that scene brought me to tears. Yeah, that's a that's. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, and I mean, the uh, MCU, they're all about sort of like the light touch. But, you know, when they decide to, to pull the trigger on a dark scene, they they know how to do it. Tony oh, yeah. Stark's death. Holy shit. You know? Yeah, well done. That's, that's yeah. but but you care about them. It's like it's like with Abrams doing that Star Trek movie that I will always complain about when um Spock and Kirk in the movies they've known each other for what a year. They fight all the time. They don't like each other. But the reason that the death worked in Wrath of Khan is because you had like 30 years with these characters. Right. And that's what made it matter to people. That's the other way. It just felt like you're trying to get an emotional reaction from. Yeah, it's forced, and, and audiences know it doesn't. It doesn't ring true. No. And Tony dying. Tony dying. It's just. I mean, it just perfectly completed his arc because, you know, Cap was right. You know, in the beginning of it all, Tony nope. Stark was not the guy to make the sacrifice play, and then you saw over and over again that you know what he's growing into this guy who, who is going to do it. Yeah. You know, he is going to step up. Yeah. And it it was it was. It was fitting. Yeah. You hate to see him go, but, you know, he went well. <laughs> True. Yeah. I, it, it feels, doesn't it feel like it's just, I don't know, like they don't care about it, but they know that it'll make, they'll make money if they do one. So they're not putting all the resources into it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They, they, I don't know. I think that they tried to recreate too quickly what the MCU was able to do. Yeah. You don't, you don't jump to Batman versus Superman. That's, that's a history. Yeah. That just, you've got to have a few movies in there where, you know, Batman's suspicion of of Superman, you know, 
builds and go, but you know, at, yeah. like, and then, you know, everybody else's suspicion of Batman is, you know, pretty up there. Like, like in the comic where they fight and, you know, the president's just like, all right, dude, just go, just go get, just go finish this fucker. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen them actually have a little bit of a history where like they work together. You know, the the Justice League thing could have been where Batman realizes, oh, shit, if this guy isn't on our side, we're all dead. And that's when it leads to it. You could have done a great series where, like, you know, because Batman at some point in um, one of the shows, the animated things where he's made up his, you know, plans of how to you know, kill everybody. Yeah. And just do a thing where everybody gets taken out. <laughs> Somebody found those plans and starts taking out the justice. Yeah, that was a that was an actual Yeah, but do it on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, after four or five films, when you start when you see like, you know, I don't know, Aquaman get killed, because I like saying the words Aquaman gets killed. <laughs> um then it has some resonance. Although I do like, you know, the current Aquaman. He's kind of cool, I guess. His movies were fine. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and that's all about the actor. That's all about Jason Momoa, just making him likable instead of this fucking dweeb. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, Shang-Chi opens up next week. Shang. Shang-Chi. That's how they're yeah. saying it in the ads. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, oh shit, I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Yeah. Um, my bad. So um, yeah, that looks really good. Looks really fun. Speaking yeah. of Aquafina, I like it's her. It's got uh it's got good 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 rating, which is nice. Yeah. yeah, I think it's gonna do well. What's funny is like I'll see uh, uh, on Facebook Joe Blow's thing will um um, an article will come up and it'll be like, here's our review of Aquaman. And this is exactly what I did. I clicked on it. I scrolled all the way down to the bottom, looked at the big number, and I'm like, okay. I didn't read the review at all because I don't want to know the specifics. I want to know, was it a good movie overall? Right? That's 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 fair. Yeah. I don't know. It looks great. I wonder how. Is it just in the theaters or is it doing like a streaming thing as well? Which one? Oh. Shang-Chi. I don't know. Is it on. Did did it open today? No, it's the third. Next oh. Week. Oh, because I see all the premiere stuff, the pictures were. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me see. I think that might be just a theaters thing. Let's see. It says, why isn't Shang-Chi releasing on Disney Plus? While you're looking uh, for that, have um, have you, have you, do you watch Ted Lasso? I may start. I've been hearing oh, a lot of good stuff about it. It's so fucking good. So good. Um, oh, I did watch the new Hugh Jackman movie, Reminiscence. Okay. 
And it was, it's one of those things where like, I think I would have liked it better on a bigger screen, like seeing it in a theater. Cause it was kind of like a, like a mystery noir vibe to right. it all. And I think just sort of like having a bucket of popcorn and you just sort of borrow yourself down in a movie seat and you get all scrunched up and oh, yeah. you know, you kick it all back and you get the big screen in front of you. I think, you know, that was a lot better than my watching it, you know, on my iPad. Oh, okay. So it was good. It was fine. It was, it was pretty good story. I liked it. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was pretty good. <laughs> But it's one of those like it's it's one of those movies that you go and see uh, you know to get out of the heat on a on an August uh, afternoon you know yeah, what I mean yeah. it's like oh I'll just yeah I'll go, I like Hugh Jackman I like Rebecca Ferguson yeah this would be good so <laughs> Tandy Newton's in it okay so. all right so that's a recommend yeah all right yeah I recommend it's it's sort of I guess we'll put it as a why why not. Just go for it. Enjoy. <laughs> microwave yourself some popcorn. Uh, I can't stand microwave popcorn anymore. I mean, I'll eat it if it's there, obviously. But What's that? I'll eat it if it's there. Well, <clears throat> but it's not my first choice. <sighs> anyway, so, um, what else? Uh, what? So, uh, remember back when uh, COVID infections started to drop? And uh, everybody started to open shit up. And I said to you, this is too fucking early. Yep. It's going to backfire. Did it? Because we got too many dum-dums. Oh, my God. Did it? I wasn't paying attention. Is it bad out there? Fucking yeah, it's bad out there. I'm just answering my own questions now. Too many dum-dums. Like, what the fuck? I I don't I trust the drug, so I'm going to take this horse dewormer because right? somebody on the internet said to do that. And then you got people who are like, they get they catch COVID, they're on a ventilator, and then they're saying, can I have the vaccine now? You're like, you know what? No, <laughs> you can't. I'm going to put a pillow over your face now. Goodbye. Yeah. You're fired. From life. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Your body just lost its job. <laughs> oh, that's a, it's just it's a dark it's, way to uh, think about dying. Yeah, I know, but Did it's your body still quit? Just, it's like, fuck yeah. this, I'm out of here. I just, I'm just so tired of, of like seeing stories, people just being stupid. Yeah. Just, you know, and then there's like governors like DeSantis and Abbott. They're just, oh my God. It's like, no, 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 no mass, no, I'm just waiting for Governor Abbott in Texas to just say, you know what? I'm outlawing the vaccine. <laughs> that seems to be the, 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 the road he's on. You're not wrong. Oh, like, are you fucking crazy? Idiots, and they think they really think that this is like, like especially DeSantis, really thinks that this is going to play well when he wants to run for president. Yeah. Like he's going to like use this as a yeah, I was independent thinker, blah blah blah. 
Well, you know what? All the people who would vote for you are dead, dum dum. <laughs> that's that's how the Republican Party's gonna die. By yeah. stubborn refusal of facts. And it's, it's, it's and it's, it's all so... John McCain's fault. <laughs> he brought us Sarah Palin, which led us to President Fuckface. So there we go. Thanks, John McCain. It's just all, it's, it, it gets dumber and dumber every time I look at the news. Yeah. And the reasons people have for not doing stuff, it's just, oh, I'm not a sheep. Well, I don't know. Technically seems like you are because you're just blindly following somebody else's word. It's not free thinking. Right. You're just, you're just with other imbeciles who believe something different. Yeah. You're resistant, doomed to die, sheep. Yeah. Every time so I see, your... every time I see now, oh, right wing, blah blah blah, dies of COVID. I'm like, mm, fucking check mark. Just keep making, keep keep making check marks. Uh, I've moved beyond the like the requisite, obviously, and I'm at good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time I see that on Facebook, seriously, I'm like typing G O O. Nah, that's just gonna make me look <laughs> mean. Oh, God forbid you worry about that. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, people know already. Yeah. My brand is well established. I saw that, um, I want to say United Airlines maybe is charging. Oh, Delta. Their, Del- Delta. That's weird. They're, they're charging their employees $200 or fining them $200 when they're not vaccinated a month. Yep, to stay on their insurance plan, it's going to be an extra two hundred bucks a month because yeah. it's going to cost. Because it costs, I guess, the way Delta's insurance works is that it ends up costing them when these fuckers get sick. <laughs> so it's it's interesting. Um, you can't boycott places that won't allow you inside. Um, it's literally impossible to boycott a business you can't go to. Right, but they're saying they will. Oh, we're gonna boycott this place because they require a mask. Yeah, see, they they knew that they they don't care, and and we know they don't care because they put this out for you to see, so they don't give a shit what your opinion is. I. It's just so. It. I'm sorry. I just keep saying it's just so dumb, but it it just. It boggles my mind how dumb it is. It's a public fucking health thing, and these people losing their minds about masks in schools and and yeah. It's like you know, I'm raising my kid to be a free thinker. That's really great. You're gonna bury your child, dumbass. Yeah. So, yeah. I hope the yeah. company so started that, making uh, tiny coffins now. Yeah. Start putting that on your tombstone. You know, my kid, free thinker. Nine years old. My kid owned the libs. 2010. Yeah, right. 2019 to 2021. He didn't even know what a fucking lib was. Right. Dumb fuckers out there. (laughs) I. I just. I don't know. I don't understand. It's just going to be a a bad winter. It's. I have I have that that condition where when somebody tries to tell you what to do, your first reaction, regardless, is fuck you telling me what to do. 
uh, oppositional authority, authority, opposition disorder, whatever it is. You know that thing where you like fuck the police. Yeah. I can sort of understand where these people are coming from because that's how I would feel if I was younger. If I was younger, like 18, and I felt invincible and I was stupid, that's how I would have acted. You know, just in opposition to everything everybody says. So, like, there's 40, 50-year-old people that have never gotten over their, oh, well, I should wear a hat when I go outside in the winter. You know? <laughs> These are people that, that don't take umbrellas with them because they might look a little too feminine. I'm not wrong. No, you're not. Not at all. Now I'm at the point where it's for me is it, it's it's am I going to get to work safe? Will I get there dry from rain and snow? I'll wear whatever the fuck I have to. Giant boots, scarf, goggles, fucking Yeah, seriously. Face mask. I don't Because it's fucking winter, man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't wear leather jackets in the summer anymore. And I don't yeah. wear t-shirts outside in the winter unless I'm just running to get the mail. Last this this past winter, I didn't care. I had to put on a long sleeve shirt every now and again. I didn't care how I looked. Wow. Do they even <laughs> sell them out there? Or did you have yes. to buy like pants and sew the legs to your arms of your shirt? Sometimes you fucking it does. braggart. <laughs> I'm trying not to be that guy. And I think I've been pretty good about the weather thing. You mean when it only goes down to 45 degrees? Oh, God. That's terrible. You know that I'm after winter, joke. 45 degrees is fucking beach weather. But in the summer, 45 degrees is I'm going to curl up in a blanket with fucking hot chocolate and a fire on August 13th. I'm trying to think of the coldest that I endured last winter when i was here it, well you got that zoom call been. coming up <laughs> that's the coldest temperature you'll experience wait say that again i said you have that zoom call coming up yeah that's so true. that will be the coldest temperature that you can experience not necessarily <laughs> in person <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> but really what's the coldest you've been out there like 40 um, don't maybe yeah I can't think that it's gone below 40. And if it has been, it's been like overnight. And then like by the time I get up um, and I'm out and about. No, but like like overnight, by the time I get up. I mean, and I mean like, you know, 7, 8 o'clock or so. Yeah. Then it gets into like the mid 50s and, you know, up to the the winter, like the, set, like the 60s or 70s. So, But now like when I'm waking up now, it's like 62, 63 degrees. And then like two hours later, it'll be like this week has been warm. So it's like up to 80. It's like 82 right now. So, but when I went for a walk, when I left my house this morning to go for a walk to get coffee, mm. it was like 67. But by the time I got back, like an hour later, it was already like, 75 yeah i've been so looking because since you're out there i've been looking and because i've been curious about what the temperature is like on average and you haven't had that many days over 85 degrees no no we haven't i was surprised when i started hitting 90 here the other day i was just like ooh, didn't even notice it's such a weird 
thought that it the temperature is so consistent but yeah, consistently yeah, just, on the low end of hot yeah not because you're you're so close pocket. yeah you're so close to um you know much closer to the equator than 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 we are up here but just um it just it just seems weird that it would not get hotter than that based yeah, on and this, where you are but the sun the sun is also like it it it's a little it's different it's it's hotter if that makes any sense um so hmm. I, I i don't know i know that like 72 degrees back in massachusetts feels like a little cooler than it does here okay and i i don't know why that is so can't be the humidity no it's certainly not very humid here at all mm. i don't don't get that much at all not like you know the drenching days mm. um that i had experienced back home yeah so. but i'll tell you like in terms of my you know troubled joints and stuff um it's been great it's That's drier great. Uh, the winter was the best winter I've had in a really, really long time um, in terms of aches and pains and stuff. So, plus, you know, with the consistent weather, I am able to get out and, you know, go for right. a walk every day and exercise and work that in when um, even even there, I've been watching this summer, your weather there, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. It's just like, oh, crazy rain and, oh, blistering hot. It's just like... We, we went from a heat wave to a hurricane that, like, double backed on itself and then brushed by us it hit central massachusetts then went west about 100 miles and then north northeast right like over us by enough that it just rained we were supposed Peabody was supposed to be like right in the middle of the path like the eye of it would have gone over us but it pulled that little double back so it was rainy a little bit of windy right after a heat wave and then another heat wave and another heat wave which i i think today might have got up into the 90s again um fortunately with my schedule i get to sleep in air conditioning all day so i don't notice the hottest of the hot which is kind of good well i'm looking now it says 86 in andover okay right now what do i got here uh yeah i got 81 where I am probably okay. a little closer to the um yeah you're closer to, closer the, water, to the water so very close compared to so. Andover yeah so and the devil lives in Andover so you know there's that so well wouldn't that cool it down then icy what icy demeanor wouldn't that cool it down i guess heat it up you need that like vampires need dirt from their country of origin <laughs> Uh, I was thinking it's more of a hell-like environment. Yeah, so that was yeah demons, the embers, so, yeah. the constantly oh, okay, yeah, burning exactly. embers. Right. So. Yep. <sighs> yep. Anyway. Yep. Um, what else have you been watching? Anything good? I watched Suicide Squad like three times. Yeah, I watched it two, maybe three. There's times. only one. I don't reference the original anymore unless I specifically reference. I got to like tell that. you, you know what I've been like, like just sort of leaving on in the back. It's ah. Mythic Quest. <laughs> oh my God! Here we go again. It's just so good. I, I, I. Uh, it's on, next on my list to start up again. 
I told you rickety crickets in it. And yeah. I was just like, fuck yes, that's who that is. I started uh, watching it when it, when it first aired and I don't know, I just lost interest maybe or oh, forgot man, about it. My favorite it. is Poppy Lee. I love her. Oh, she's so great. Uh, yeah, the show it really did a great job. It does. And then like in each season, it did these weird little like standalone episodes that you wonder like, what the fuck is this all about? And then at one point, like, like one of the episodes kind of comes back to an element of that seemingly uh, uh standalone episode. Um, okay. But uh yeah, really, really good show. Really good. Huh. And I'll literally it's like I'll get to the end of the series. I'm like, eh, let me throw the first episode on again just to have that background noise. So right. um yeah, it's just it's it's really fun. Nice. So I highly recommend that. So, and then I started watching like old episodes of the West Wing. Oh yeah, you go back to that every now and then. I really did. The writing is just so good. Mm. Oh man. Oh man, like between Josh, like Bradley Whitford, man. Some some of that guy's best work is in this show. And uh like between him and his uh his assistant Donna, they had one little thing. Oh man, it was just like right out of a out of a great romantic comedy where they're talking about like her ex-boyfriend or something who she had been in a car accident and he was on his way to go see her, but he stopped at a bar to get a beer and and Josh says to her, he goes, he goes, well, if you were in an accident, I wouldn't stop for a beer. And then she says, if you were in an accident, I wouldn't stop for red lights. And it's just like, hmm. holy shit. Like, what a great exchange. That's just so good. Aaron Sorkin, man, just kills it. That show is so good. And you forget how good Rob Lowe is. I mean, he was great in Parks and Rec. Right. He's great in this. And he's just one of those guys who's just always been around. So I think you kind of forget about him sometimes. You know, a Tom Cruise contemporary right, who's done right. a lot of really, really good stuff. And he's sort of like, a, oh, yeah, Rob Lowe is in this. Yeah. That's not bad. I remember my first Bradley Whitford role that I saw him in um, that has tainted how I see him in anything else was Billy Madison. Oh, uh, Yeah. Yeah, he's a total asshole in that, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's so good in West Wing. Uh. But that's <laughs> but that's it's weird how you the first role. Like I expect comedy from him now. Um, yeah. Which he does deliver in get out. He was pretty funny in a in a in a different way. Um but in Cabin in the Woods, he has that small role. He's really yeah. funny in that. He is. He's just got this great delivery. There's one bit in West Wing where he's like, um, he's like on speakerphone with someone and he's sort of like across the room um, up against the wall. And he, he's, you know, up against the wall. And, the, you know, the person's just like, what are you doing? He's just like, oh, I'm just, I'm up against the wall, just trying to, like, you know, for my back or whatever. It's just supposed to relax me. And then, Donna comes in the door and the door just like opens up right onto him. He's just like, Oh, it's supposed to relax me. And then boom. Uh, and it's so slapsticky, but it was so fucking fun. I watched it like three times. I had it because it was just like timed perfectly. It was, it was yeah. just really digging the show. And then of course she's just like, why can't government really be like this? 
Why can't why can't Martin Sheen be president? I almost said Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think an old version of Charlie Sheen was president for a little while. I think so. <sighs> yeah, no, I sometimes. I think even Charlie Sheen was just like Donald, man. You got to dial it back, man. You're behaving erratically. Yeah. Oh, so glad he was reinstated as president. Wait, that didn't happen. Oh. Right. When's it supposed to happen now again? Who fucking knows? I was supposed to be the 13th. Yeah. And now, now I don't even think Pillow Guy is saying it's going to happen anymore. That poor guy needs so much mental help and support. I, I, anytime I see him talk, I honestly feel, I feel bad for him. I don't think he's, I don't think he's all there. I, no. no. And, and I, kind, I kind of feel like people are taking advantage of him. Well, I swear to God, he's just going to, you know, I mean, Jordan Klepper had, had a career before that, but man, does pillow guy make it easy for him. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah, really does. I I have a lot of. You look at Jordan Klepper and you're like, oh, this doofus just asking stupid questions. But you watch the thing the Daily Show put out about the behind the scenes of going to the Trump rallies. Oh yeah, man, that's some scary shit. How they have to choose and walk away from conversations, or it's that guy has literally put himself, put his life on the line. For, oh yeah, it's amazing. Joke. It's one of those things where, like, if these people were smart enough to get what you're doing to them, yeah, they would never stop beating the shit out of him. Right, right. I mean, they tell him to fuck off right in his face. And with a group of people around, there's not much between telling him to shut up, telling him to fuck off, shoving him, calling him fake news. Yeah. And then just gang mob mentality takes over. You, you know, we've all we've worked in theaters and we've seen firsthand the larger a group gets, the dumber it gets collectively. Oh, yeah. It's just a thing that happens. Yeah. There's no such thing as the collective brain power of the mob. No, no. usually it's the collective no, it's, stupidity. It's 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 diminishing returns. There was a point where, like, at a certain number of these idiots, they were at that their peak intelligence. Five, and then that got <laughs> that gets shaven away. That gets shaved away. Yeah. As you add people, it's just like, oh no! It's like the swimming pool is perfect just where it is. Stop adding water because now there's a mess. <laughs> oh, you. But yeah, Dumb I think dummies. honestly, I think that number is five or yeah. if you're going for a larger number, I would say no more than 30, but it's either up to five, real close to five or very close to 30. There's no in between. Yeah. And then after that, it's just you better hope everybody else understands the rules or else uh, people are getting trampled. Yeah, seriously. It's just like, oops, all right, well, you know, they're they're trying to they're trying to breathe and rub their tummies at the same time. So yeah, how dare they're that. out of the game. Taking up too much space. Yeah. But yeah, Oof. that that clepper guy, goddamn. Yeah, uh, earning every penny. You know, yeah, you know, uh, agree with them or disagree with them. I mean, 
to walk into that knowing yeah, you could get hurt balls. that's just and either side either said if there was a funny right-wing comedian there aren't but if there was um i would i would be interested to see that too i i enjoy asking people uh the videos where they ask people random questions on the street and they look stupid because i guess i like seeing how uneducated my country is <laughs> as i sit in the most educated state in the country state of smugness <laughs> oh whatever i don't give um, i don't uh, there are pockets of dumb people everywhere oh goddamn! yes it's called western massachusetts <laughs> you get west of 128 man yeah <laughs> well i'd say nine four ninety five. well yeah where does andover sit and North Andover, because I know those two places uh, are not very... Well, there's stupidity, and then there's just, you know, emotionally stunted and taking oh, shit. your I, shit out on everybody else. I went from <laughs> I went from least educated to right-wing voting people in my head, and that's what I was asking. <laughs> that's what I was saying, is that, you know, uh, uh, pretty much from the the edge of the coast inward but yeah. not the curved part <laughs> um not the cape would be pretty left-leaning i mean we're uh we're uh, definitely one of those states that are okay they're blue just on the map 538 whatever blue there blue there there's a couple states that you can go ahead and blow um <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. What the fuck is with Seth Moulton going to Afghanistan? What are you talking about? Seth Moulton, one of the reps from Massachusetts, went to Afghanistan with some other dude like the other day just to kind of check things out. Because why? They need to, more people to come in so they have to get like, more people out? What the fuck are you doing, dude? Uh, He's like, isn't he your rep? Isn't he he might a- be. He might be. Is he, is he ex-military? I can't remember. Yeah, he is. All right. I can so, I can kind of uh, see that. I can. I don't know. It's weird. Hey, so my uh, my city's had um, like five earthquakes in the last yeah, like nice. two weeks, and it's not like earthquakes like you get, but it's earthquakes that are concerning enough for somebody that lives in a place that doesn't have earthquakes. Uh, the Geological Institute. Um, is is saying you know there's a lot and they're all centered right around this area which is like in between my house and downtown <laughs> is where they're coming from but they're like 1.7 they're small but the point is it's moving because we'll hear we'll actually hear a loud boom and then the ground will shake and it's recorded as an earthquake so the book on part I have, is weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you haven't you haven't had any yet? No. That's good. No. There was one. I didn't feel it. Because mm. I, I go on this um I don't know, one of the Instagram pages I follow. Um there was something about that. Just like uh, I don't know, a couple huh. months ago or something like that. I don't even remember when. But I was just like, oh no, missed it. <laughs> Because I, I, I can't even imagine what that 
would feel like, like just everything just jostling around. You know, there's a part of me. Mm. No, nah, I'm not even gonna say it. So, <laughs> no, I've always, I, I will say, I've wanted to to know what it felt like, but there was one that we felt, and it was like the weirdest thing because everything is doing something it shouldn't do and you yeah. have no control over it you don't know how long it's going to last it, it's it's a weird feeling i can't imagine how how bigger ones would be it must be just terrifying yeah i can't um i don't think i could fathom just you know shaking around and then she's like oh look the earth's opening up and taking that house away well shit that's kind of fucked up yeah yeah like those rains took houses away uh just washed houses down the river did you see that yeah crazy absolutely crazy the amount of rain that came in like i would say that if you use record-breaking more than a certain amount for more than a certain amount of like uh, uh, weather events, like separate weather events, then yeah, definitely uh, some new laws need to be enacted because everything is all fucked up weather-wise. Everything is either flooded or on fire in this country, isn't it? <laughs> That's the world we live in. Yeah, and I sometimes I think about that, and I'm like, you know, it's these people in charge. Uh, it was interesting, whatever in side, but like, they're the ones that are making things the way they are, for their own private benefit. Yeah. So I can I can understand maybe why people get aggravated and why people are standing up, but I think they're standing up for the wrong people. Because Republicans don't give a shit about you. They just want to make money off of lobbyists. They don't want to help people. You were you were saying? I uh, totally forget. Oh, in that reminiscence movie? Yeah. Uh, it takes place like like in like Miami-ish, I believe. Okay. And there's like there's been like water encroaching and flooding, mm. and it's just kind of interesting because it's just sort of like explaining some of the setting it's not integral uh, to the story but it does kind of talk about that okay um you know and that like the wealthier people were able to damn themselves you know to safety so that they're not literally like walking through streets that are you know where there's huh. there's you know water um, so it's just like, like he's walking through s- streets that are like, you know, an inch or two deep of water, just in a city street. <laughs> um, and then it's like, you know, there's more like water taxi kind of stuff going on. Uh, okay. Um, people like most of what would happen during the day in normal like times happens at night because the daytimes are like super hot, like they're really warm. Oh, okay. So, I remember like, reading something about that part of it. Yeah. yeah. So there's like, you know, the things that folks are doing during the quote daylight hours are like nighttime activity kind of things. So it's really hmm. an interesting juxtaposition and they don't, they don't beat you over the head with it. It's not integral to the story, but okay. it is just kind of part of this world. Like if that wasn't um, like, it's not, 
like if they didn't add that into the story, it wouldn't take anything away from the story they were telling, but it right. just added something interesting to the, um, you know, to yeah. the environment. Yeah. So, it's a, it's an easy world. way to world build to have yeah. something. That, and it, that and it's like, through. and some of the, like a lot of the technologies in the future, cause he's able to like look at people's memories and stuff like that. So you've got that sort of future vibe mm. with the technology and the environmental stuff. Okay. So, and it's sort of this, this, sort of like not deterred like they don't give you a year right i don't think unless i blinked and it flashed on the screen but um but it wasn't bad Hmm. so i'd put it up with up there with like a it wasn't as actiony as like children of men right but it sort of had that same kind of mm, semi-dystopian vibe to it okay well, I mean, yeah, if it's uh if we have a flooded city, then yeah, we're entering into dystopia pretty much because nobody did shit to fix the problems. Right. <laughs> it's just so, goddamn. Yeah, it was pretty good. What what I so. what I'm interested in seeing is the first person to um actually say, "Hey, um listen, if we don't if we don't fix the rising flooding you know ice caps melting and all that stuff then uh the capital is going to be underwater the capital of the united states that we built on a swamp is going to be underwater all of this where we are we won't be able to come to work here and then denver will be just like now it's my time to shine yeah yeah that's that's what i don't get why that's not uh, a bigger problem why no one's using that as a reason to, to I mean oh but you know what then it'll make all the, the Republicans land that they have in fucking Montana and shit become more expensive because then there's less land right See, they won't fix that problem until um, someone can make a bunch of money from right. it. Right, right. They just haven't figured that out yet. What they need to figure out is, like, okay, what's a financial incentive to work on this, you know, climate crisis stuff? And they haven't found enough of them yet yeah. to get, you know, other people, like, to get the right to give a shit. Because now it's just like, oh, a bunch of goddamn hippies. Yeah. Well, it's good. The world will be fine. Well, it'll be fine for them. They're they're not. They're not. There's nothing past yeah. their death. And then, that's like, not what they're thinking about. Mitch, and Mitch not, McConnell isn't like, how can I leave this place a better world than I, I, was birthed into from an egg on the beach. Yeah. He's he's like, fuck it. I'm gonna check out in the next five years. So whatever. Sooner rather than later, dude. Oh, fingers crossed, right? Man, yeah, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right, I got nothing else. I haven't been watching anything else. Yeah, I don't think I have either. They're just repeats of Always Sunny. Yeah, there you go. 
So, and look at this, folks. You got a nice extended long episode. We tack on the other part to this part. Yeah. That's what we're doing. So it's two completely different shows. All right. Just combined into one. Bonus babblings from the Are You Serious team. You're welcome. Yeah. Hope it was worth it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that means. I don't know. If it kept someone on the treadmill for an extra few minutes, mazel tov. Okay. It's not me on the treadmill. I know that. It should be, though. What? It should be me on the treadmill, but uh, it's not. It's it's not. (laughs) Not yet. I don't have a treadmill. I have a bike. I should get on the goddamn bike. Anyway. Anyway. I'm going to stop complaining about what I don't do. Have a nice weekend, everybody. Yeah. Well, talk to you when something happens. Talk to you next time, whenever that is. So, you have a new Transformers movie for me? Yes, sir, I do. I should tell you, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to use Megan Fox in this one because of we fired her. No problem, sir. We'll just say that Sam Witwicky has a new girlfriend. Fantastic. Now, let me ask you something. Is she a supermodel? Well, see, sir, Sam Witwicky as a character is a constantly screamy and whiny and sweaty guy, right? So, of course she's a supermodel. Good. Of course she is. That makes complete sense to me. And this one's name is Carly, and she also supports him financially and lets him live in her awesome apartment because he can't find a job. Oh, he can't? He can't, sir, and we're gonna spend a bunch of the movie following him as he tries to find a job. That does sound like the kind of thing people want to see in a Transformers movie. Unsuccessful job interviews, I agree. And speaking of things people definitely want to see in a Transformers movie, Sam's parents are gonna be back. Oh boy, so what are they gonna do? Well, they're gonna be comic relief. Comic relief is very important. I agree, that's why 95% of the other characters will also be comic relief. Sounds like a good strategy. So anyway, Sam can't get hired anywhere, even though he got a medal from the president. Oh yeah, isn't he super famous from saving the world several times? You'd think so, but no, everybody seems to have forgotten that. Well, okay then. So is there any Transformers stuff going on in the movie, or is it all just job interviews? Oh, there's some Transformers stuff, sir. Oh boy. So we're gonna say that the meltdown at Chernobyl was actually because some human scientists were messing with some stuff they found on an Autobot space Oh, so the worst nuclear disaster in history was caused by Hasbro products? I certainly wouldn't phrase it that way to the investors, sir, but yeah. Oh, okay. And so this spaceship crash landed on the moon in the 1960s, and we're gonna say that's actually why the U.S. sent people up there. So what's up with this spaceship? Well, see, Sentinel Prime, the old leader of the Autobots, was on it with something they could use to win the war, but he was shot down by Decepticons. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, and later in the movie, there's gonna be this plot twist where you find out he was actually working with the Decepticons. So why'd they shoot him down if they were working together? Unclear. So anyway, Optimus revives Sentinel, and then he offers him the Matrix of Leadership. But Sentinel's like, no, 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 you keep that. If he's secretly evil, shouldn't he accept the super powerful object? Like, that would come in handy for his plan, right? Well, sir, this happens before we find out about the plot twist. Right. Shouldn't the plot connect with the upcoming twist, though? No, I think it's fine. Oh, okay. So anyway, Sam eventually does get a job, but this guy, Jerry Wang, tells him all about the spaceship on the moon, but then he's gonna get killed by a Decepticon. Oh, how come? Well, see, the Decepticons have decided to kill all their human collaborators, so they make it seem like he killed himself. Very sneaky. Right? And then the Decepticon's just gonna go crazy in the office shooting everything. Well, why'd he make it look like that guy killed himself if he was about to go crazy anyway? Unclear. Huh. So then Sam ends up working with the government, who don't really seem to know who he is. Well, he's the guy who very publicly helped save the world from Decepticons several times. Yeah, it doesn't ring a bell for these people. So then we're gonna reveal that 
Sentinel is evil, and he brings a bunch of Decepticons down to Earth from the moon. Uh-oh. So then the Decepticons make a deal with the humans. They're like, if you guys exile the Autobots, there won't be a war. I mean, surely the government won't trust that deal, right? Well, why wouldn't they? Well, they're called the Decepticons. Right, well see, they don't make that connection, so then they get deceived. Oh, uh, whoops. Whoopsie. So then we're gonna find out that Sam's girlfriend's boss is also a bad guy. Wait, what? Yeah, he's this super rich guy, Dylan, and he actually hired Sam's girlfriend as a way to get to Sam, and he's been working with the Decepticons all along. Why not just hire Sam? He was actively looking for employment, right? Right, but we need a reason for the girlfriend character to be in the movie. I guess that makes sense. Didn't you say the Decepticons were killing all their human collaborators, though? I I did say that. So why not this guy? Well, sir, it's as they say, you know, inconsistency is key to success. Oh, that's not the expression. Well, so anyway, what are the Decepticons planning exactly? Oh, well, first of all, they want to make sure the Autobots aren't coming back, right? So they kind of strap an explosive watch onto Sam's wrist. And they send him to go see Optimus for information. Exactly, but so Optimus is like, we don't have a plan, we're just letting the humans put us on a ship and we're gonna leave. Okay. And then as they're taking off, the Decepticons blow the ship up. Oh no. So then since Sam could get any information, they just kind of take that watch off of him. Wait, this guy's been personally involved in taking down Decepticons twice. Why would they let him live? Oh, because he's the main character. Right, of course. So then Decepticons start destroying Chicago and killing a bunch of people. It's gonna be nuts. Why are they doing that? Well, they want to activate these devices to make a big wormhole that'll make planet Cybertron appear in Earth's atmosphere. What? And then they could use all the humans as slaves. So what's the point of destroying Chicago? It's gonna look awesome. Wouldn't a planet appearing in our orbit throw off our gravity or something terrible like that? Actually, not even a little. Uh, learning about science is tight. So now stuff's looking really bad, right? People are dying. Sam's girlfriend got kidnapped by her boss. Man, it's gonna be tough for the humans to fight back, huh? Actually, it's gonna be super easy. Barely an inconvenience. Oh, really? Yeah, see, it turns out the Autobots weren't actually on the exploding ship. It was part of their plan the whole time. What do you mean? Well, see, they wanted the humans to understand that the Decepticons are evil, so they pretended to leave only to swoop in and help now. So they let thousands of humans be killed just to be able to say I told you so? Pretty much, yeah. Jeez. So then, boom! Pow, 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 pow! Nice! Pew, pew, pew! Yeah, keep telling me about that stuff. I want to know more about that. And then... An explosion! Wow, 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 wow. And so eventually Optimus is fighting Sentinel and he's losing. But then Megatron swoops in and kicks Sentinel's butt because he wants to be in charge. Oh. And then Megatron turns to Optimus like, you know, what would you be without me? It's true, they do have a kind of dynamic. And then Optimus is like, time to find out, and he rips Megatron's head and spine out. Oh my god. And then Sentinel's on the ground begging for his life, so Optimus shoots his head off point blank and executes him. Oh. Hey, so Optimus is kind of a psychopath, huh? Yeah, a little bit, for sure. So that's about it. What do you think? Oh, I mean, it sounds like a Transformers movie, you know? It is. Yeah, it sounds like a nice way to wrap up the trilogy, you know? Close the book on these Transformers movies. Yeah, it might be time to say goodbye now. Yeah. Although they do make a lot of money.